Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tread on Me. We're here late Saturday night. I got a beer in my hand, so this should be a ton of fun. How you doing tonight, Jake? Uh, I'm I'm exhausted after a long day of moving and just lots of things going on. Well, well let's just jump jump right in then. So uh, first up, I uh, asked Jake this week what he wanted to talk about, and the first thing he told me about is Trump tweets. So you saw the tweets, the whole world saw the tweets, Jake. Give me the lowdown. What are your thoughts? Is Trump the racist we all know think he is? Um you know I don't I I, I would never say anything like that at to anybody or any of my fellow American citizens. I think Donald Trump probably maybe he's maybe he's Maybe he's racist. Maybe he's not. I don't know. The only thing when it comes down for Donald Trump being racist is he only became racist, you know, as soon as he ran for office. That's my big take on it. But hmm. the, 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 the Trump tweets with what well, he was going up against the squad, it's, that's uh, everybody's favorite. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, Ilan Omar. Um, who's the other two? The um, they're not. I don't uh, think they're well it's that girl, known. It's that girl from Michigan. I can't remember. I don't really know the names. I just call them the squad. It saves me a lot of trouble. <laughs> it saves you some trouble, huh? The, the squad. But um, it's a, oh yeah, it's a, it's a Presley and Talib. Talib. Gotcha. Yeah, Presley and Talib. Um, but. Donald Trump tweeted to, uh, and said that they should go back, go back to wherever they came from, and fix their countries if they have such bright ideas on how to fix our country. I thought Which, that was ironic. So isn't only one born overseas actually? Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, is, is when you think about it, is Donald Trump is he really a, just a, a bumbling buffoon? Is he really that? You know removed from whatever he says or is this i don't know was this like some part of some kind of grand strategy i'm not i'm not i'm not you know we might be delving into the conspiracy theory sam but to me it seems like all it's done is it's put the face of the democratic party on these four candidates and you know you can you can say whatever you want about them if you like them then fine if if you if you support what they have to say then fine but they don't seem to have a whole lot of support from the majority of America. At least that's what a lot of polls suggest. But who can really believe polls at the end of the day? But Donald Trump seems to want to frame the Democrats as these four, you know, what the very far left wing progressive uh, politicians so that maybe it could perhaps damage the Democrats in the 2020 race. I don't know. That might be a huge conspiracy, and maybe I'm giving too much credit. Maybe he's just a bumbling buffoon. <laughs> it, it could be possible. What I found most interesting about the whole thing is um, if this is truly is a, a racist scandal, and he's making a racist tweet, and he's this pers- evil of a person, why not back it up with the whole impeachment? You know, the House did have an impeachment proceeding, and only 95 people voted yes for it. Those the squad did vote yes for it, but like you said, there it was it wasn't it wasn't enough votes even on the Democratic side. That's the majority of the House. It wasn't enough to swing it over for an impeachment vote. So I do think you're right. These four ladies just kind of push 
push the left farther left than the left wants to go. But if if they're right, this is truly the evil racist president in charge. Um, it's weird that most of the party doesn't seem to agree by even starting an impeachment proceeding on him and passing it. So I found that pretty telling. It's all it seems to be political pandering. It's election cycle. So get those well, why they, out. Why do they even want to impeach him? I don't I don't understand why they want to impeach him like like Mike Pence would be any better for the because it seems like it's the, the the Democrats who are pushing very hard for this impeachment to go through. But Mike Pence is 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 worse than Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump got on stage with the you know, LGBT uh, uh, flag during, when he was uh, running for office. And we know that Mike Pence openly su- supported uh the the you know the electro was it the shock therapy or the you know the you know mm. gay yeah i'm not familiar with his support yeah. on that but i'll have to go through go trust you on that all right trust me i gotcha about i don't know i mean i guess yeah it is ironic people seem to forget that after trump just comes pence and you know what it, it, i don't know it's just to me it's they don't really want to impeach him they just want to get those sound bites in for their um their donors and their candidates by saying hey look at this evil person we can fix it and then you know just go on the way the next day and forgetting about it because they got their good they got their good at political ad out for their next election <laughs> oh so you just you just you're just saying that you think it was just for you know oh yeah yeah cats in the back it was not it wasn't really it wasn't principle it was just to get you know yeah there's no way they, they knew and yeah, they knew they didn't have the votes nancy, nancy pelosi wasn't for the whole impeachment i mean they'll and again they have control of the house they could have they could have gotten something more significant only 95 people voted yes for it the but thing yeah. that that really just really it's really strange because nancy pelosi has been pretty pretty good at you know reining in the democrats and kind of rounding them up and you know controlling the democrats but with this squad it seems like she's lost she's lost it she seems like she's lost that hold that she had over the democrats yeah they they they, uh they're hard to control i I think even she's shocked by some of the stuff they're doing i feel like she's just uh you've seen a house of cards this isn't a fair comparison but it's just like you know it's like frank and house of cards what the hell are these people doing (laughs) yeah i mean even i think she probably just underestimated them because she was, she, you know, there's a there's a interview with her, and she was talking about uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's uh, district that she got elected from, and she said that if a cup of water had had run for office and it had a had a D next to it, it would have it would have won that district. <laughs> so she she didn't she didn't have a whole lot of respect for them, and I think she got I think that really came around to bite her in the butt. Yeah, no love lost between them for sure. But yeah, we'll see where this ends. But yeah, I gotta say, I'm I'm not sure where Trump falls. If he's really a racist or not. He definitely was an idiot by sending the tweet. But again, it might have panned out for him. It might have just been to rile up his base and get people to focus on Democrats that aren't popular nationwide. So if it was great move by Trump, more likely he's just a dummy and made a bad a bad. Well, yeah, because he's after those 27 percent moderate voters, right? And and if the the moderate voters are the ones who voted for Obama. And then and then turn around and voted for Donald Trump, and they and when they see those four, you know what what what's that stupid thing they call them the four horsemen of the apocalypse? Yeah. And when these the, the when all that's all that's being generated in the media and the moderates see that and they're like I don't want that that's they don't speak for me you know so that's maybe that's what he's after is those moderates. 
It could be, yeah, because they do switch back and forth. I know a lot of Obama voters ended up voting for Trump, so it's interesting to see how those people jump back and forth and swing elections. No, yeah, I, I get that. Well, next up, we had the we had the Trump tweet scandal, and I suppose we should mention it. it's been like two weeks since an episode, but the Epstein scandal rages on. Uh, for Ooh. people unfamiliar, he got caught with underage women and girls, I guess you should say, uh, and the whole thing's going down. It apparently had attempted suicide too, and the scandal just grows. But what little we do know, it seems Epstein allegedly, I'll say allegedly, because I don't know for sure. Ran an island, a bunch of underage girls, did scandalous things, and has connections to a former president and a current president. So since we're it's a late Saturday night, we've mentioned the word conspiracy series twice. Dare I say Alex Jones might have been on to one thing in his whole life. He might have been. That Hollywood and you know, the Hollywood and the political elite were running child sex gangs. And I love how both parties just throw this. It's like, well, this just shows Bill Clinton is just involved. And the other party's like, well, this just shows Trump was involved. No, and no, everybody's, I'm, I'm just like, everybody, the major people in each party are being associated with a sex offender, like allegedly pedophile, things like that, et cetera. And we're, we're just throwing rocks at each other. Let's take a step back and audit the whole government. Jeez. Well, that, that just goes back to where we're, we're, that just shows you to where we're at in our political discourse right now and how how on the fringes we are and how we're just all about the tribe. It doesn't matter about your principles. It, it just matters about if your team, you know, wins this one. Oh yeah, no, totally agree with that. It'll be a, it'll be interesting to see where this ends. I don't know. I, I don't know if they'll clear him of all charges or they'll find him completely guilty. If they find him completely guilty, will they start taking down people with them? So I yeah, know he's I, rich. He, 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 they'll give him. they won't be as harsh on him as they would your average Joe. Hmm. Speaking of team playing, though, uh, Eric Gardner, if you don't remember him, he was choked to death by police officers for selling untaxed cigarettes, and no charges come across uh, came across in his death. Did you see that in the news, Jake? So speaking of team Big playing, shocker. police Big officer shocker. killed a person and walked away with no charges. I think this is ridiculous. Unbelievable. Big shocker. Like, shocker. Just... I, I, dude, who, dude, you know, we should just, you know, walk the blue line, okay? If you would have been following the law, none of this would have happened in the first place. Oh my goodness! Okay, we just like take a step back. Like, so first of all, this death's a tragedy. Like, this is ridiculous. The fact no one's being charged, sheer irresponsible, at the very least, involuntary manslaughter. You think a charge would happen? But because we take a step back and think, like, he was. Well, this is several police officers, I believe. I'd have to really look up this facts. But he and and he was choked out and killed for selling untaxed cigarettes this is a this is a crime not nowadays can end up with police officers putting you in a chokehold and ending your life for an untaxed fucking cigarettes like this is the state we live in so this is late saturday night i'm having a beer people america wake up damn it he's avoiding a tax trying to make some money and he ends up dead for it. Like he's not—he's not hurting anybody. This isn't a violent crime. He's not kidnapping, killing people, raping people, or anything. It's a fucking untaxed cigarette. Like, well, uh, the price God. you pay for living in civilized society. Jeez, it's terror. Oh it's my social God. Social contract. It's un—it's unbelievable. <laughs> I just—I don't—I don't even know what more to say about that. But, gee, I think we mentioned it last episode. Like, what? I mean, now well, there's to be. Yeah. This is just this dude. You know, I—I I, I don't. I don't like going this way, but this 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 young man, he was he was a he was a black man, right? Yes. So I I hate to go this way, but I 
I'm wondering if that also has something something to do with it as well. But you know, maybe maybe that I'm I'm reaching a little too far because there are instances. Maybe maybe this isn't a race thing. Maybe this is just uh, a, the state overreaching its power. But that this just kind of for some reason reminds me of the the Rodney King incident. And I don't even think I was alive when this happened. But when those uh, was it those four LA cops beat that man to death. Um, when he was obviously not really doing anything and they all got acquitted of all charges. And yeah. this just goes to show you like that, that we, we are living in a, we are living in a system where you, you can be killed by a police officer for doing something as silly as selling cigarettes without being, you know, without taxes. Well, you know how the government is. If I want to agree to sell you something and you agree to buy it with your money, the government steps in and says that we need to be involved in this transaction. <laughs> and if they're not, violence can occur. This is an example of a violence occurring in an unapproved government transaction. Well, this should have been the most just like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I just, I'm just still appalled by it. There's no charges in this. This is unbelievable. And you're, I do feel like recent in the past few years, police officers have been getting away with more and more not being held accountable. Yeah, like, who, who was, I can't remember who that man was, but it, he was in a hotel room, and he was goofing off with his pellet gun with his girlfriend, and those cops burst in, and they, they, they're, you know, humiliating this poor guy, and he was crawling on all fours, he was clearly unarmed, and he was crying, and he was probably a little bit intoxicated, and he was crying and bawling his eyes out, and they just opened fire on him. Yeah, Daniel Shaver. Yeah, I just pulled it up. Uh, so that, that was his name. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah, there definitely there should be there needs to be a lot more accountability there. We might have to make a whole episode about like police accountability or situations that are happening. But I just I just want to make people aware like we're living in a world where officers have a lot of free will and very little uh, very little come back to bite them. I just I I feel like I don't know if I agree with that though too because I think officers what they do is they they maybe misinterpret what their authority is and you know you have an a a, you know an individual who who perhaps is ignorant or maybe you know the masses who are ignorant to what their actual rights are when it comes to you know encounters with the police and i feel like cops or you know police you know police officers like these ones obviously take advantage of that yeah no that could be too i think i do think the overall solution though i mean if my very my very rough solution without explaining for 45 minutes i think it's true is i think officers just get involved in too many um too many crimes that aren't aggressions against another person's life and or property and the constant aggression from an overactive police state leads to too many situations that put both officers and citizens in awkward situations and lead to things happening just because of an over you know i can go more in depth out sometime but i think it's it's an overreach into i mean look at this untaxed cigarettes again well the thing is, is, is sam at this point at this point i'm gonna go on this tangent because i feel like i need to say it we don't really have any rights if a co- if if cops during the July Fourth can stop and search you while you're walking up to the beach, that that's that that automatically just throws the Fourth Amendment out the window. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that. Well, the TSA has been doing that forever. I mean, yeah. unreasonable searches and everything. Like, what reason is there to search me? I'm just a person boarding a plane. You don't search me when I get on a train or in a taxi or something else like that. You're right. You're like you're walking down to enjoy fireworks. 
he responded random searches and things like this. Like, I mean, it's it's too early, and I don't want to jump on that person because this is we're way too early to compare ourselves. I think like Nazi or Soviets, but I mean, these are the baby steps that get you there. Like when the citizens say, "Oh, hey, it's normal for you to be searched," or they should let them search him because the, they might have a reason, or you don't know what they saw or thought. Like the minute you give up these basic steps of liberty, I mean, it's not far before they can do whatever they want. They already are doing whatever they want, man. Yeah, I guess it's close to that. I mean, there's there's not really much you can argue with them about, which is unreal. No, you can't even. You gotta like police officers. They you you know obviously these people who wear the uniform they deal with criminals and they do have to deal with bad people every day and their life is on the line. But that's the part of the job description. I'm sorry, it is. Yeah, it is. But again, it should be part of the job description. You put your life in the line to protect others when their personal property or life is being aggressed upon. Like that's their basic function to like mm-hmm. kind of kind of uphold the non-aggression principle. At least in my mind, it is. So when you go looking for crimes above that, like you said, random searches July Fourth, stopping of cars, and just randomly targeting people, you're just you know you're sticking you're you're going above and beyond what you should be doing, and it's it's. Even if, the, even if the person's doing nothing wrong and no one gets hurt from it, it's still an intrusion on liberty. And once you can take those basic steps of liberty away, you can start asking for more and more. And, you know, and, and eventually, you know, it, just, it ends up in situations like, um, like with uh, Eric Gardner. It's just unfortunate. But uh, let's, I guess let's move on from that. Well, we can do more on that another time with um, police officers. And I know you've been reading about the EU, so I don't know if you're prepared to answer any of these questions, but the EU got a new president. So do you know what that means for the EU, or is it just another unelected bureaucrat that's taking over basically decisions for a whole continent? Well, the EU is a weird thing. The the whole idea of the EU sounded great, but to me, it just seems like it's... It's starting, I feel like the EU leaves out certain of its members, uh, you know, member states, like specifically Greece, when Greece was having its financial crisis, who came to their rescue, no one. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that's, it's interesting, because like another, I mean, I, well, what I found most interesting about the elect person, president of the EU is really not elected by the people, you know, it's kind of a, it's a bureaucrat appointed by other bureaucrats, and uh it does seem to have a lot of control and power, which I guess flows into another story we have. It's that Brexit, you know, the whole idea of that was to get back a country so someone in Brussels could make decisions for England and Britain um, without without their say in it. Kind of like, you know, oh, the whole American, you know, no taxation without representation. So they, they left, and now we have Boris Johnson as a PM promising to get out of Brexit. So we have a new EU, EU president, a new, uh, a new prime minister of Great Britain. You think, you think they'll actually get out this time? Brexit will happen? I don't know. They might have to have a you know another referendum. That's how that's how they do it, dude. That's how they do it. They vote till they win. Well, this is one thing I took away from this whole Boris Johnson and promising a Brexit. Like, should everybody who's ever been for democracy or said, "Hey, the U.S. should be democracy, majority wins, and everything," here's a situation where the people clearly voted in a democratic fashion against the interest of bureaucrats and the government, and the government said, "Yeah, fuck it, we're gonna do what we want." They're still not out. Like this is so. If you ever wanted a democracy, well, here's a good option. Like the government really doesn't care about your vote in a democracy. It just cares about its self-interest. The thing is, is I before you know, if it does end up happening, it's gonna be a hard Brexit. They're not gonna get any deals. 
because there's too many people involved with it that want too many different things. Well, in, in my mind, uh, hard breaks, it's the only breaks that they're ever going to get. So, because yeah. EU doesn't want to leave. So, if you, if, and plus, I mean, come on, Theresa May. And this is Boris Johnson's job to do a hard Brexit now. But your people, know, vote, your, your people voted for it. Like, at some point, like they said, hey, we're going to hold this vote and we're going to listen to the people on the vote. The people voted a way they didn't want to vote. So, you know, I'm sorry, but it's kind of how you set it up. I mean, I keep your word there. But they, I, I feel like they've lost all, all, what is it, um, I don't know, respect as a government or legitimacy, at least in my mind. Well, yeah. well, I mean, it, it's kind of funny. I can't, I can't not say this while we're talking about this, that Boris Johnson looks strikingly similar to Donald Trump. I know I saw some a picture of Boris Johnson and the mayor of London. Says it's like a knockoff Trump and Obama. <laughs> oh man, there's been a lot of funny memes about. It. I might have to share some to our Facebook page. Oh man, but uh, next up, I talked about this weeks before, um, so I won't go too much into it. But the Libra, Facebook's currency, government still. Super worried about it. And I don't want to mention it because I kick out of this, but the uh, government's worried Libra could be misused and used by. <clears throat> get this, Jake. The government is wor worried a currency not controlled by them might be used for money laundering, and terrorists might use it. I wonder <laughs> what, what are they using right now to do that? I wonder. Well, here's, here's the definition of money laundering. So let's think about the Fed when I read this. Money laundering is the illegal process of concealing the origins of money obtained illegally by passing it through a complex sequence of banking transfers or commercial transactions. Can anyone tell me where the Fed's money comes from? It just, nope. yeah. it just appears out of thin air. Doesn't that sound strikingly familiar? Money obtained by passing through a complex sequence of banking transfers and commercial transactions. Huh. Huh. Like, Dude, it's only okay when the government breaks their own laws. The government hates competition. Ron Paul had it right. This is competition for the potential theft, money laundering, and funding of terrorists with the Facebook currency. And the government's like, no, my dollar does that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why else would we have gone to war with Iraq and Afghanistan? Oh, I don't know. Oh, speaking of Afghanistan, I got to tell you this. This is, this is, I shouldn't have laughed at this story, but it just cracks me up so much. So did you hear what Trump said about Afghanistan this week or not? Uh, I think I I think you had sent me something. I, I I glanced over it and I I kind of remember it. All right. Well, I just want you to put picture, put yourself in the shoes of the Afghanistan government when I read this to you. So Trump was talking about ending the war in Afghanistan. He said, "There's one way I can end it. Could wipe it off the face of the earth with uh with nuclear weapons." The Afghan the, the Afghan government has reached out and they want an explanation of what he means. <laughs> What would I mean, you do? What would you do if you were, if you were like just some country and like the big bad, you know, like that would be like that'd be like the biggest kid. Like you're you're a kid, and the 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 the, the schoolyard bully is like, all right, well, let's go wipe that kid off the face of the earth or whatever. I, I just know. I just picture the the head of uh, Afghanistan waking up and say, the guy's like, sir, I have news. Trump says he's gonna wipe you off the face of the map. <laughs> And, and he just like blinks twice and says, "Say what? <laughs> <laughs> Could you please text him and say, well, clarify that, please?" Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, um, let's see what else we got in the news. There's a few more small stories, I guess. While we're in the, um, while we're talking about uh, Afghanistan, uh, what else in the Middle East? It looks like for people that missed it, uh, the UK took a hold of one of Iran's ships like a week or two ago. 
And then Iran took a hold of UK's one of ships, one of their ships recently too. So the, these two uh, countries are playing. Um, I don't know what do you call that. It's not a game of hide and seek. It's a game of just I don't know, straight out theft of people's ships, uh, into some sort of weird war tag. And the funny thing is, is you know maybe I'm not too aware of this. I you know I don't, I'm not sure, but those aren't even like the owned by those governments i don't think those are probably privately owned ships yeah and these countries are just like well uh, i mean what did you what did great britain think it's like oh let's take iran ship and then we'll and then our, our iran takes their ship back and they're like oh you did what <laughs> like, <laughs> like hey, you're not supposed to do that we used what? to be kings <laughs> i know so it's like we used to rule the world give it back <laughs> uh, I mean, you just can't take other countries' ships and not expect retaliation. I feel like in the For UK, real, like, what did they think was gonna happen? Like, I mean, why? Uh, who the fuck cares about what Iran is doing? You know, actually, never mind. I'll take that back. I know who cares. It's all. It's all of the NATO alliance members because that's where all of their fucking oil comes from. Well, also the thing about the NATO that drives me nuts is so this happens, you know, UK, fine, it's fair enough, you know, yeah, Iran takes UK ships, but instead of UK just figuring out, I feel like they just turned around and poked America and said, do something, get our ship yeah, back. Yeah, no, because that, that's all they've done for the past 70 years is they've wanted, uh, they've wanted the United States military to, you know, go, go finish the fights that they fucking start. Jeez, yeah, it's just a whole. I hate that about like NATO and all those countries. They sit at their high and mighty horse, like, oh, the U.S. is war mongering, which we are. I totally agree, we're war mongering. Oh, yeah. We start our fights. Oh yeah, but they totally want the fights. Like their government yes, criticizes do. us, but they're all they're all about it. They want because, the war because they, they want... get rich off of it every totally. single time. They get rich off of it, and and they and and they don't really contribute much to the war effort when it happens. Now, okay, I'll, I'm going to take a step back. That's not entirely true. There have been a lot of NATO members who have gone over, gone and fought in these foreign wars over the last 70 years. But when I'm talking about like the financing and the industrial capacity that goes behind it, it's almost minimal at this point. Yeah, and I know England started out strong in the war of Iraq and other stuff. I think even France got involved at some point, but I don't. I haven't heard much about them being involved in a long time. I think they even they said, "Oh, let's just take a step back from this. This is a shit show." Yeah, we'll just you know all they'll they'll do is they'll sit sit back and you know you know stay wealthy while you know we protect them from Russia and each other. Mm-hmm. That is the world way. Watch America take care of everything and then complain about them being the world police. Well, I got a message for you guys. Just step up and take care of your own problems. UK, you want oh, your shit back? It's going to happen. Figure it's going it to happen. Out. Just wait. It's just wait. It, <laughs> it will happen. Well, on a, I guess, you know, on a different note, uh, Democrats and Republicans have finally agreed to each other. Uh, just as we we're about to hit the debt ceiling sooner than expected, we have passed a new spending bill that boosted military for the Republicans. Yeah, go America. And domestic spending, woohoo, more welfare, and suspended the debt ceiling until July 21, 2021. Jeez. So basically, we said, hey, we're, we're out of money. Let's just delay it. Well, the thing is, is they don't care because they don't have to pay for it. You and I are probably going to be working until the day we die, yeah. and so this are is... our kids and our kids' kids. Oh, that's why I thought. Pay off the fucking baby boomers, bullshit. That 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 awful generation, and they're they're just spend 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 money we don't have. 
Well, I guess we, as much as I'd love to blame the boomers, uh, my millennials look like they're going to be the next boomers with their desires for green new deals, free education, <laughs> free healthcare. So we might actually make the boomers look like penny pinchers. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? You, I, I, I will have to take that one. Yep. I will. <laughs> it's just, but it, I tell people all the time, it's the same party. You know, they're both socialists. They're just disagree how to spend the money. And when it comes down to it, They'll always agree because they'll just spend both of their budgets. The Republicans get their military, the Democrats get their welfare. We'll be sitting here holding the tab. So it's going to be fun, guys. It's going to get crazy. It's going to crash soon. It's got to. Because speaking of uh, crashing soon, the House also passed a bill to raise the minimum wage act. I don't think this will pass, but I've seen proposals. I think this is for $50 an hour, and I've seen one of the squad members even said it should be $20 an hour. So... <laughs> Just, just oh, I mean, at that rate, why not make it a hundred dollars an hour? <laughs> I know. I was. I it's just does, does economics mean nothing. I'm I'm working my way through the anti-capitalist mentality and and Murray Rothbard's Man, Economy, and State. I'm reading another book by Mrs. And I just sometimes sit back like, does no one ever just open an economics textbook and just ask like a few simple questions? I feel like no one pays attention to this shit. They don't. I well, never mind. That's just that's just wrong. The thing is, is what what is really weird is that yeah, okay, let's raise the minimum wage, right? So you're raising the the wage that the the business owner has to pay that employee, but at the same time, you're not increasing the value of that hour that's being you know that they have to pay for you know more for. Well, you know it's. You know, it's one of the things that's going to happen when this, if this ever passed. The same thing Bernie Sanders did. Fine, I'll give you fifteen dollars an hour, but I have to cut your hours back. <laughs> that, or they'll just they'll just bring in fucking robots. Yeah, yeah robots could do the job. I don't know. It's just it's just ridiculous. It just everybody just please open a few textbooks about economics, and you'll see how this is a terrible idea. That's all I ask. We can have a real conversation after that. But yeah, the last story I have today, it's not it's not a cheery one, but. Hey, Ebola is back. It's terrible, but I, I, we still have not learned our lesson about how to manage diseases and everything like that. I don't think it's going to be a big coming back, but hey, I thought it was interesting because it's one of those things I've always heard about from Bill Gates talk about others saying there's going to be a major illness that wipes us all out. We're super ill-prepared. Here's Ebola. It came around. We got it. We got ahead of it. Didn't, and then smack bad it's back now. Didn't uh, Bill Gates say that we're actually more at risk than the people who went through the plague? I don't, I don't know how inter, inter, intertwined or intertwined and connected we are as a, you know, because we're a global, we're a global species now. Yeah, I think his thing was not so much, yeah, I guess that more at risk without transmit. Like if something came along, we couldn't honestly cure, it would, it would travel so quickly and its impact would be so much greater um, than the plague just because of slower shipping lanes then and it's not as interconnected. So yeah, there's a huge risk if something actually came back. Um, that we could not handle at all. So that's kind of all I had for news this week. You got anything for me, Jake? Hello. Sam? Yeah, uh, I say. Oh, sorry, cut out. I, I, I think I lost you there for a minute. No worries. I say that's all I have for news stories. You got anything else you want to add? Nope, I do not. Those were some good topics. Well, yeah, I had fun tonight. It was good. All right, everybody. Yeah. Remember? Check us out on Facebook. Email us at me at trotamepodcast at gmail.com. And if you prefer us just staying up late on Saturday nights and drinking and just more rambling, let us know because we can do that more. <laughs> Have a nice night, everybody. I'm okay with it. <laughs>